Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Take a listen to this email we see from a mother, by the way, that is struggling to come to terms with her daughter uh, immigrating. And uh, she thinks it's something uh, that a lot of people can actually relate to. My only daughter and her partner are migrating to Australia later this year. Uh, they're in their 20s and they have their whole life ahead of them. They're both, they both can see a, can't see a future here. Uh, so it is really a no-brainer for them to buy a one-way ticket out of here. I know this is their future and I'm happy that they're going to build a new life. However, I cannot say I find it easy. Uh, We have always been so close and of course I am happy that she is happy but to know uh, that she is leaving I'm finding it really difficult, Niall. And I don't know how to handle it. I keep telling myself that it could be worse but I know I'll physically ache for her presence. Doing things with her just to have even having a cup of tea with her or spontaneously seeing each other having a hug helping each other practically here and there. Normal family life, you know. Uh, The thought that she won't be uh, a car journey away from me it really breaks my heart. For financial and health reasons, the plane journey for myself won't be really feasible. My husband, although agrees with uh, me, seems to think uh, to be thinking uh, the news or taking the news far better than I am. I guess part of me thought they might decide to move to at least Europe or something. Now it feels like I'll have a life sentence of missing uh, out of her or uh, missing out on her. Uh, They don't have babies yet, but that will happen soon. And uh, the thought of missing out on the only grandchildren I'll ever have is awful too. Please help. Uh, It's it's very sad, isn't it? Because it's bad enough when your kids flew the coop in the house. I always remember that time when my first son decided to leave the home. It's really sad. You know, I mean, it's a sad time because, well, I mean, look, it's not. It's a happy time and it should be a happy time because you're giving them their independence and they're going to live life on their own and learn to live life on their own. And it can be difficult, a difficult task that you want to be there to help them with. Uh, But in saying that, you have to let them go. But when they're leaving to go to another country and not just Europe, one that's essentially two or three days away by flight and you don't have the money to go off, go over there that often or the time indeed, maybe, or the, the health to do that. You're essentially saying goodbye to them. They could be gone for an awful long time. They might get to visit every four or five years, but that can be really hard when you're used to seeing them. So from her point of view, she's looking for advice because I'm sure many of you listening today have had children who've headed off to Dubai and Australia and Canada and America and places far away, not just London, which is a stone's throw away, essentially. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with a daughter or a son, for that matter, heading off somewhere else? Does it get easier with time? What advice would you give to this woman in dealing with this? It's like a bereavement, isn't it? Uh, the number is 87 I know technology makes things easier nowadays, but still, it's not the same as being with somebody, really, is it? Uh, the number is 87 How do you deal with it? Uh, Karina, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Karina? Hi, Niall. How are you? Now, your daughter emigrated six years ago to Australia. She did. That letter that you've just read out. Sorry, I'm a little bit emotional listening to it. That could have been me writing to you. Uh, Seven years ago, she went travelling for a year, totally on her own. Okay. And before she came back, she'd done her uh, farming. So she was going to put in for the second year, but she had bought a return ticket. And she was coming home in the January. Her brother was 21 in the April. And she was only a couple of weeks home and she told us that she'd met somebody. So 
So the fact that he was English, we thought, great, like there's a chance now. She's going to come move back. to England, yeah. Yeah, and that would have been a piece of cake, absolutely. Yeah. But we knew over time, like she came back in the January and the two of them emigrated in the November. Right. Um, myself, my, I was 50 the following year. So we had said right from day one, we, you know, when she said she was going back, I said, okay, we need to make a plan. So we went for my 50th for four weeks. Okay. And we saw the amazing life that they have over there. Yeah. Um, then they came home the following year. Sorry, I'm a little bit more. <laughs> it's, it's okay, I understand. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it, it's, it's sad and happy emotion at the same time. I think even if somebody didn't have a child away, that letter would have just broke their heart. Um, sorry, just one second. I'm going to try and compose <laughs> okay. myself. Okay, think of happy thoughts. Think of happy thoughts. Okay, so they came home the following Christmas. Yeah. And that was brilliant. And then our plan was that, you know, they'd come home every year or 18 months and we'd go over it maybe every year or 18 months because they said regardless where they lived, there'd always be accommodation there for me and my husband and our son. Yeah. So we'd always just have kind of flights and you're spending money. And you're spending money is totally up to yourself, Yeah. depending on what sort of holiday you want to have. Yeah, of course. So then COVID decides to appear. Oh, God. So that was... Now I'm, now I'm starting to tear up even thinking about this. It was go. horrendous because for two years they got engaged. We couldn't celebrate like we did the best we could um, in regards to sending gifts and sending flowers. And Over stuff, Zoom and sent. FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like their friends. You know, everybody sends stuff over, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah. So then, you know, last year when, when we were starting all the vaccinations and literally if they wanted one of my limbs, they could have had it. I didn't care what I had to do. I was going to Australia this year. Yeah. So um, then late last year, she used to ring us, you know, over, over time. When, when they first went over, it was like, where's dad? And I'd say, oh, he's here beside me or he's out in the garden. Will you go get him? So that was when they got the dog. You know, they had to tell the two of us that they got the puppy together. Yeah. Then it was like, where's dad? <laughs> She's here beside me. And she knew every time I heard, where's dad? I thought, oh, my God. So then they had gotten engaged. And then last October, what I've been dreading all along, uh, where's dad? And I said, he's here beside me. And they just showed a scan photograph. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, I'm grand. <laughs> They're happy tears. They really are. Okay. <laughs> so they showed a scan photograph and we knew we were going to become grandparents this year. So her birthday was May and all along our whole thing was to try and get over for her birthday. Yeah. So the baby decided to appear two weeks early. So he had three weeks quality time with mummy and daddy <laughs> before myself, my husband and our son and his girlfriend descended for five weeks. Okay, so you went over for five weeks. So we went over for five weeks. <laughs> so the, I'm sure the lady doesn't want to be hearing all that. <laughs> so my advice to her is, I know I heard in the letter, she said she doesn't think travel is going to be possible. But see, I, I don't know what age. She doesn't mention her age. Mind you, the daughter's in her 20s, so I don't think they're that old. I know people in their 80s that have family in, in yeah. Australia and they've gone over. Yeah. Like, my advice would be, if you have the money, just save your few bob. Give them a year over there. See, do they settle? See, do they like it? And just for your own peace of mind, just go and see the life they have because there is really nothing here in Isle. You know, if my daughter and her, her fiancé were here, they would be working morning, noon, and night to pay a rent or to pay childcare, or probably both. And are they not, do they not? I mean, in comparison to the life they have over there, you know, I, I don't know how much cheaper it is, or, or, or the wages are they that much See, because better? Because because it's in in dollar, 
it sounds really expensive because obviously Australian dollars are very quick. Yeah, they're not worth yeah. much. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you could you could buy something here, say for five euros, and the exact same thing or similar over there could cost you fifteen dollars. Yeah, but then when you kind of do the conversion back. There's yeah, because not very for people who don't know, difference. Australian dollars are not the same as American dollars. That, that yeah, you get no, a lot no. More. Yeah. Told, because our, we, we had said this to our son before we went. We said, look, don't get freaked out, you know, in regard to the price. I said, it does, it is kind of the same. And sometimes it's even cheaper than here. But it just sounds so much more. And when you say they have a nice life over there, have they got a nice house? They have house? a lovely life. They have a lovely life. Yeah. Like our future son-in-law goes out to work at half five in the morning. But he's home at two, half two every day. Yeah, a lot of people so do that. The they whole go early, afternoon, yeah. the yeah. whole evening, you know, to go and do what they want. It's winter time at the moment. They're still getting out. It was winter time when we were there. We had great weather when it was there when we were there. Yeah. But I, I have to thank technology because if it wasn't for video calls, I don't think I'd survive. We talk to them practically every day. Yeah. More so now because the baby. Yeah. Because we don't want him forgetting our voices. What's the baby's name? His name is Lachlan. Lachlan. Nice Irish. Good Irish name. Well, it's <laughs> seemingly it's a little bit Scottish, but it's old oh, is it Irish. Right? Okay, it sounds Irish. <laughs> so it I'm not going to say that it's Irish and get myself I mean, in see, trouble. I, I understand when, when she says, you know, I keep telling myself that it could be worse, but I know I'll physically ache for her presence doing these, uh, doing things with her, just having a cup of tea. Or I sp- understand that. Spontaneously seeing each other, having a hug, helping each other practically yeah. here and there, and normal family life. And they're the things, she, knowing she's a car journey yeah. away, those are the things that she's going to miss. But since we've come back this time, especially because of the baby, you know, some of my friends have had grandchildren around the same time and they're kind of, oh, I don't want to talk about the baby in front of you. And I said, no, you can't do that. I said, look, if she was here, she could live up the north. She could live in the middle of Ireland. We mightn't get to see her every weekend. Yeah. You know, if they were back working, they, like they need their own life too. So, do you know, there's no guarantee unless she lived literally in my house or somewhere in Dublin that we'd get to see her a couple of times a week. So I know it sounds really silly. I think we, we still we still have a great relationship. There's no doubt about that. But I think we equally still have such a good relationship because we're not living in each other's pockets. Yeah, she misses us just as much as we miss her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even when we had the conversation over there, she said, Mum, all that's at home is you, Dad, and her brother. That's, that's it. And have you, have you ever thought, Karina, of opening sticks and going? This has been asked a few times, and as long as our son stays in Ireland, I won't pick between my children. There was of course, talk yeah, it a few would, years it would ago. Ha- he, he would was, have to go as well. Of yeah, course. there was talk a few years ago that he may go to Australia. And he was uh, training at the time. Um, but thankfully, he's met a lovely girl. <laughs> and uh, I don't think Australia is going to be... Now, they came on holidays and they loved it. But now I don't think he'll be emigrating. So, you know, myself and my husband have said, Dublin is our home and it'll always be the kids. So we just have to stay here and be 50% with one of them and 50% with the other. But my heart goes out to that lady and that's her only child. Still, we'll stay there a second, Karina. Valerie, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Valerie? I'm great, Niall. How are you? Karina nearly had me in tears there. So. <laughs> oh, me too. I've oh, I swear to God, she's breaking my heart. It's heartbreaking. Oh, between the email <laughs> and Karina, I thought, I'm done here now. Oh, I'm no, done. Very bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Niall, I'm in the same boat. My, son, my, suv, my son moved from Swords to the city centre and I thought I'd never recover. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. I, I was in the same boat there as that lady. Um, two years and three months I haven't seen my son. He went to Vancouver. Okay, oh, and um, we are so close. It's only myself and I have two sons, just the three of us. Okay, and um, when my other son 
who walked into a fantastic job after he graduated, said to me recently, Mum, you do know more than likely I'll go to Vancouver as well next summer. So they'll both be gone. Oh, God. <laughs> My heart nearly shattered in a hundred pieces. But what can you do? There isn't a thing I can do. Just wish them luck. Do you see, I travelled, you see, Nile for seven years. And as they said to me, Mum, you did it for seven years. I lived in, you know, London, California, Colorado. I did it. But the only thing I can say to that lady is what I have found and from I have friends in the exact same situation. They usually return when they have kids if they're attached to somebody from their home country. What I have seen from experience and from my own personal experience, when you fall for somebody at the other side of the world from one of those countries, that's when it's a problem. They often don't return. So, I know we all complain about Ireland. The are we like pigeons? Are Irish people like pigeons? I think we do return <laughs> home mostly. Do you know what I mean? Everybody so do you, do you think Karina's daughter at some point in her life will return to if Ireland? She, if she's with an Irish chap, it's highly likely. No, she's with, a, no, she's with an English chap. She's with an English chap. <laughs> so it's still close still, enough. It's, it's quite likely, though. Usually the girls determine, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and it usually changes when kids come along. That's when they miss having the bit of support. As I said, I have tons of friends in the same situation and every one of them, when they were with Irish partners, they came back. But see, I think from Karina's point of view, I think Karina, as much as she misses her daughter, and I don't want to speak for her, but I think think she wants her to stay there because I think she has a better life. She does, Niall, and at the end of the day, you bring your children into the world, you do the very best you can, and you give them their wings and they have to fly. Yeah, you have to let them off, you have to support them and encourage it. You know, my, you know, my son is returning home now, actually, in four weeks' time after not seeing him in two years and three months. But he has fallen from somebody from the other side of the world. Okay. So his latest thing to me is, apparently, Bali have opened up their country. They're trying to get young people in there, and you're not paying any taxes for six months. So he said now he's applied for a visa to go to Bali. Right. And have, you, you, see, have you gone to Vancouver to visit him since he's I been, well, because I'm... he went the week COVID happened within oh, okay. that month. And the consulate had said to them, we'll give you a month to leave Ireland. They were all just graduated as students. We'll give yeah. you a month to get out of there and you have to tell us your plan, you know, for isolation and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they didn't have it easy for that year because the country was in lockdown um, for a lot of it. But when they opened oh, up... Oh, Australia they, was the they, same. Like, they, uh, yeah. they were so strict over and there. And massive rents. But as they get older, you know, I mean, we all complain about Ireland, you know, the cost of living here, and it is very expensive. But in Vancouver... A house can start at two million, and a two-bedroom apartment seven hundred thousand. Property oh taxes God. taxes are colossal. The price of everyday food and the salaries aren't that massive to match it. You See, know, I, so I know people will say the opportunities. Yeah, of course there is. And the, the thing about Ireland is a small economy in a small country, and a lot yeah. of people, young people, leave Ireland because there's better opportunities sometimes in other countries. Well, now, the weren't there actually to be honest yeah. you know because an awful lot of them had magnificent qualifications yeah. but a lot of them are working in menial jobs but the thing so is what's the, the attraction, is so what's the attraction for him Valerie? It, the climate is lovely the quality of life the, the exploration is the most magnificent country I've ever seen I thought San Francisco was beautiful Napa mm. and all the different areas you can go for skiing or sunshine it's spectacular in Vancouver they're all together they just graduated it's the fun it's the concerts it's festivals it's travelling all right. they all bought these touring 
um, camper vans and they're all travelling all over the no responsibility night footloose and fancy free before they get tied down so why not yeah. Appeal. yeah okay and I can understand it you know yeah but I mean if, if if they both move to a country say like Australia okay you're saying Canada's quite expensive and Canada wouldn't no be my choice Australia for some reason yeah None, but, his friends are would you ever think of going Australia. yourself then to follow them if the two of them, um, if both of them ended up living in a country overseas, um, if they were in the same country, I'd have some, I'd keep some route here in Ireland. I'd keep, you know, my house here probably. But I would, yeah. I probably would live between two places. Yeah, okay. That's what I probably would do ultimately. But you have to let them off now, you have to, because otherwise they'll hold it against you. You can't hold them back. I've heard of somebody that did that before and the kids never returned. He made them all stay and they stayed and stayed and stayed against their will. And eventually they left and they never returned. Don't even know. Well, no, that's it. Yeah. That but yeah. listen, listen, uh, Karina, thank you very much indeed for sharing no, your sorry, story with us. The lady is listening. Just, she was looking for advice. My adv- advice to her would be the day her daughter leaves, she needs to occupy herself constantly for the 24 hours. Because until she knows she's landed safe, she's going to be on edge. So she just needs to occupy herself and just video call constantly. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed, both of you. All right, see you both. Thank you very much indeed, Valerie and Karina. Well, look, we're still looking for advice for this lady. Uh, What would you do in this situation? Her daughter's 20 years of age. She's heading off to Australia with her boyfriend. She doesn't know how she's going to be able to handle you. Her Karina's story, very similar as well, in some sense. The number's 087-188-0008. How did you handle it when they flew the coop uh, to go thousands of miles away? Mary, you're in Ireland's Classic Kits. How are you doing, Mary? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, your daughter is in New Zealand. My daughter, yeah. 14 years. 14 years? Yeah, I thought it was 13, but I met I You're my doing your maths. You've done the maths. <laughs> so, and you've got two granddaughters as well. I have, and I only saw one once. Okay. So you, um, did, you didn't get to meet the other one yet? No, but I will in February. Okay, so you're heading, you're heading over next February. Okay, you're looking yeah. forward. When was the last time you were there, by the way? 2018. Okay, so before the COVID, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When my do- granddaughter was one. So in other words, she's five now. She's going on six. I mean, that's isn't that gas? I mean, the, it's, and she's it's my only us. daughter. I have a son. He's going in October, but hopefully for a year. Okay, <laughs> right. So would you not just go yourself at this stage? <laughs> Seems there. Well, I'll go. you know, Nile, I would with a half and a half, but I'm only five doors up from my mother. And okay, if I'm telling you, if they weren't there, I wouldn't think twice. Okay, so it's family that are hold, it's holding you, you have here. To, yeah, you yeah, have of to think. She took off when she was 21. Beautiful. I've been there three times. And the day she told you, listen, ma'am, what was the reason, by the way, she went to New Zealand? Did she meet somebody? No, 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 no. She just took off with a couple of girls travelling, you know, for a year or two. Yeah. And the other mothers were crying. I thought, oh, I'll just have her bedroom cleaned by the time she's back. Right. The other girls are back and she's still there. Now she's after meeting. She obviously she has two kids out there now. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a Maori, so that's her life out there, you know. And when she said to you, "Ma'am, I'm not coming home. I'm staying." Well, I've... she actually didn't. So, like when she had no tr- kids or anything, I, you know, I didn't mind. But when she told me she was pregnant, I couldn't talk to her for a week because <laughs> I knew that was it. Then you knew that you was know? it. She wasn't coming back. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, and he loves his country. Of course he does. You oh, know, so yeah, I don't yeah. even think he wouldn't even like it for a holiday because we're actually in a terraced house. He likes the big open space. They all have bungalows, you know, they're out in the open. They're, he has a part of a mountain. He likes hunting, you know, all this. 
Yeah, he's, a, a, he's, great, a, he's a man great. of the great. Oh, it, it, it is a great life, by the way. If the that's great outdoors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and she has a nice life over there. She went back to college out there. Yeah, and um, she has one more year now to be a school teacher out there. Okay. So, she said, you know, to do something like that, we're only ordinary people, you know. I, I couldn't afford, I wish I could afford to go out every second. Yeah, but you year, know, but well, the other thing as well, you know, she's safe. New Zealand is oh, a yeah. very safe country. And I wish she was even in Australia because you could get there for less than a thousand euros. Mm, I don't know, I think I'd prefer her to be in New Zealand than Australia. Oh, I mean, yeah. they have a lower you know crime rate, everything. Yeah. For, you, know, yeah. you know, for like um, my ticket alone is, is 2,000. Um, four hundred and ninety-two. I paid. Yeah, it's a lot of money. This. Well, in two thousand and eighteen, I paid two thousand three hundred. So, like, they didn't go up that much, as you know. Yeah, and you need a lot of time as well because it take you three days nearly to get there. Or two I'll days. I'll be here yeah. on the Saturday at half past twelve, and I'll get there Monday at yeah. eleven o'clock. Yeah. Now, saying that, I have a great relationship with my granddaughter. She would ring me more than her mother would. Yeah. You know, great. We would have games on the phone play basketball, you know, with your head. Brilliant. Yeah. They looked forward to their parcels, not potatoes, pennies, clothes, I tell you. Yeah. And my, my box, my t- big potato box, but it was packed with clothes, went from 80 euros up to 187. I know, the, co- the, the, the cost of sending stuff now is just ridiculous. It's mental, yeah. mental. Yeah. But yeah. you can't tell a five-year-old, that's the only thing... And by the way, do they have the same thing when, when if you send them over, say, some stuff, do they have the same thing in, in New Zealand that we now have here, that if you receive goods, say, say you have an auntie in America and she sends you over, what happens is now they're charging you tax when you receive it at the front door. Do they, do oh, they yeah. charge you? No. They don't no, charge you in New Zealand. Because I say we're, we're paying it from here because it went from 89 up to 187. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And that's only for 10 kgs of a box. We used to be able to squeeze everything in the box. And it might bring it up to 12 or 13 kgs. Now you're only allowed. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right. And it used to take a week. Now it could take 10 weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, really you have, and you have to be very conscious of what you put in the box nowadays as well. because oh, they're you very, do, but it's only yeah. on pennies clothes. Yeah, sure. I had a mate of mine sent stuff over to America <laughs> there recently. And because one of the toys that he had sent for the kids had a built-in battery in it, they sent oh, the yeah. whole package back. Oh, oh yeah. Because there was a battery oh, yeah. in it. You know, that's yeah. weird. Anyway, but but anyway, the advice you would give to this woman is that, that time will be Just a bit of a healer. Yeah, my my son is going in October with his girlfriend for a year. So I, I and there's only the three of us. Yeah. So like you just have to go with the flow. I, I think my son will be back because his girlfriend would be saying that she's coming back. She's only going for the year. Yeah, well, they're saying that now. I, ho- I hope they don't decide to stay as they well. Met, they met just before lockdown and he told her that, you know, that she was going and... So she yeah. decided to go with him. Like, she liked her job. So, she, you know. But now, saying that, you know, but, like, if he decides to stay, it's their life. I have to live in mine, you know. Well, we'll stay there a second because I want to go to Michelle as well. Michelle, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Michelle? I'm good, Niall. How are you? Now, your son went to New Zealand as well. Yeah. He went six years ago with his now fiance. So they're both from Dublin. And they absolutely love it over there. They've been home about four times. I've been over three times. The last time I went was in May to meet my new grandson, who was um, born in March. So, you know what, it is, it is difficult when you know they're so far away, but also it's actually only 38 to 40 hours travel. It's a bit of mind over matter sometimes with the travel thing. I know some people, the anticipation of that is tough, but 
once you're there, you're just, you're with them again. And given what's happened the last two and a half years, even if you'd lived in Galway, I wouldn't have seen them anyway. Yeah, probably. It would have been difficult enough. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah but I mean, it's while we miss, we absolutely miss them. And now we obviously miss our grandson as well. Probably even more, to be honest, if we were being, if we've been totally honest. Yeah. But you just have to let them and, go. And, what, like and what do you miss? I mean, this girl in her email talks about basic stuff, spontaneous stuff, and, you know, being a car journey away and having a cup of tea yeah. together and all. I mean, what do you miss most, Michelle? Now, yeah. honestly, probably miss my grandchild. <laughs> of <laughs> course. Away. But I mean, he's such a little dose. And you know... You just miss I picking suppose, him up and giving him a hug. That's it. That's yeah. it. You know, you sort of forget he's my first grandchild. So look, you for, with our own, our own youngest being 22, you actually forget about the whole baby thing, which sounds ridiculous. But you know, sort of you grow out of it and then all of a sudden you're back and you actually can't believe you're loving this child so much. I mean, but, but I cast your mind back to when he told yeah. you he was going to have a baby in the first place. Well, he wasn't going to have the baby. Obviously, his girlfriend or partner was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so how did he tell you? Oh, listen, we have a little dog and of course she's, she's the, the apple of her was, sorry, was the apple of her eye. And she walks into the room and he says, well, she won't be the apple of your eye anymore. Oh, that was how you were told, was it? That's how I was told. <laughs> and you know what? It was absolutely wonderful because, look, we had the bad COVID. My mother passed away from COVID and was the best. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Could, thank you. But it was the best news we could have gotten last year. Yeah. It really, and even though they were far away, it was just overwhelming for all of us here. Yeah. We just thought, yeah, that's what we need to hear. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's been a, good, um, a bit of good news. Yeah. A, a fantastic news. And look, when he, just, when he said he was going, what I will say to that woman is the anticipation of them going is nearly worse than actually the See, Mary didn't even, Mary, Mary on the other line didn't even get the privilege of that because she thought her daughter was just going over to explore for a little while. She didn't think she was staying. Well, I suppose none of us do. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, did you, know, you when 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 your son went first? What was yeah. what was the reason for him going? Just just kind of a little bit of time away, a bit of crack for the um, lads, or what? What was the reason? Why did he go? No, he went with his girlfriend. He felt he wasn't getting the opportunities here that he would get there. Okay, and he did yeah. get opportunities there that he won't get here. And to be honest, that's actually putting him off at times coming home because he feels he's more opportunities in New Zealand. He he has a good job. His girlfriend has a good job, and um, they can afford to buy a house. Their childcare is unbelievably low it's something I think her plan is to go back to work three days a week and it's something like $150 which is not 100 euro no even. no New Zealand dollars I mean, it's, yeah. it's absolutely fantastic they can get a really decent house for a decent money like yeah. they can afford to live they're paying their rent which is only $900 a month um, and they can still afford to stay for a house. I mean, now when I, and when you so say nine hundred dollars, by the way, for people listening, that's only about yeah. six hundred euro because you, it's New it. Zealand dollars. Yeah. Yes, and it's two bedroom apartments, like, yeah. and it's all within walking distance of work. It's just to me. And the lifestyle, life. and the lifestyle. Mary described yeah. the lifestyle there too. The lifestyle you believe is better. That it's more outdoors. I honestly, yeah, I honestly do. Like, to be honest, if if I had my time again, I can't say I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. And then we're going back, well, I'm going back in, in October and my attitude is nothing's going to stop me. I'll yeah. just go for as long as I possibly can. I'm like yourself at 58, so my attitude is for as long as I can travel out there, if they're out there for the next 20. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so both of you, but what you're saying to this woman who wrote the email is time is a good healer. That's what oh, I'm absolutely. kind of getting from, excuse absolutely. me. Absolutely. It's the parting that's the worst. 
It's the absolute... I, I, that's what I personally found. Yeah, but Mar- Mary mom. dealt with that. She just said, I'm going to use the time to clean her room. <laughs> she yeah. Was, okay. <laughs> so I thought, yeah. She's been cleaning her room for 14 years. <laughs> By the way, Mary, we still got her room. Of course I have. But and now, is there, are, clothes, are our clothes still hanging up in it? There's a couple of bits now, to be fair, but no, it's all for the kids now. Right, okay, okay. Okay. You know now. So you ex- yeah. do you expect her to sleep in that bed again at some point? No, she probably have mine now. She's gone from the single bed now. She's double. I'm going in February. So what? at least I'll be able to see them. And I'm going for 12 weeks. 12 weeks. That's a great bit of time away, isn't it? I'm sure I mightn't see them again for another five. It'll take me four or five years again to save. I know, you know? I know. So tell that lady to buy a tin and put whatever she has, two euros, ten euros, whatever, into it. Yeah. That's how I... Yeah, because it is, I, I mean, Michelle, you know from your, going over to your own son in New Zealand, it's expensive. Oh, no, it is. And look, it was obviously more expensive. Uh, to be honest, I've been, I was over three times. Um, my daughter had worked in an airline in Dubai um, for the first two trips. So, you know, I put my hands up and say, we got really good prices. Now, this time we had to pay full price. So it was a little bit... So how much, but just curiosity, how much, how much is full price for you now to go? Full price. Now, we had problems with Qantas. We booked our flights. We had problems with the airline. And we ended up having to rebook. So we rebooked three, three weeks before we went and it was 3200 Now, that was a lot... I have booked for February and it's 2000, or not February, sorry, um, November, October and it's 2200 Yeah, so still expensive, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but it, it depends on the airline you go with too. Yeah. Well, look, you know, well, listen, I, I wish both of you luck, by the way, and thank you very much for the great advice you've been given. I want to I wanna just go to Claire as well. Claire, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Claire? Niall, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon to you. Now, I've been listening to the ladies there talking and I've been listening to the email and I heard you heard the Karina out at the start of the show. I swear to God, she nearly broke my heart. Um, <laughs> it's a difficult one, isn't it? When they kind of, when they leave the nest, but don't just leave the nest, but they go miles away, thousands of miles away. Tell me about it. Okay, so what, what, what happened to your children? Where do they go? Well, one is in Malaysia. Okay. One is in Canada. Okay, so is it a boy or a girl in Malaysia? Son in Malaysia, daughter Canada. Okay. And when did they go? Oh, my God, no. He's gone. He went, he's... Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's gone from the country about 14 years. Okay. And, and she's gone about 10, 9, 10, thereabouts. Okay. And, of course, you had a little bit of bad news yourself. Your husband passed away four I years ago. I lost my husband. I'm sorry to hear that. My condolence to you, by the way, and, and the loss of your husband, Michael. Yeah. And, and so how did he die? Was he quite a young man? It sounds like he might have been quite he a young man. in his 60s. Okay, well, that's still young nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And did he pass you away know? suddenly or had he got a no, long he illness? No, uh, he was sick. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. And, and did he ever get to go over to Malaysia or go to... No, he didn't. Well, my son wasn't in Malaysia at the time. He was somewhere else. Oh, yeah. But um, no, he never got to go over there. We had all plans to go, but then he got sick and we never got there. Okay. No, right. he did get over to Canada to see my daughter. Okay. Right? You know? Yeah. Well, that was something but, uh, anyway. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, exactly. See yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose that would have been heartbreaking for him too, not to get to see them as often as he wanted to, I suppose. Yes, know, yes. While he yes. was unwell and, and for you, you know? too. But but now he's sadly passed away. So so you're there now. Are, are you thinking of heading off yourself or have you been over yourself much to Malaysia or Canada? I was in Malaysia for the month of June this year. Okay. And what was that you like? Know? What was it like to get over there to oh, be with him? 
Blooming hot. <laughs> it is. It's a very hot place. You'll never complain yeah. about the cold again. Oh, sweet God, they think we're having a heat wave here. They have nothing on it. <laughs> Absolutely, I know. You'd be dying for a bit of bad weather, wouldn't you? And you know, I've rained and nearly be going outside except for the mosquitoes will eat your life. Yeah. So, I mean, but, uh, the, the thing about it is, when you when we talk about these countries and the Irish people are in their gas, we always go over to these countries and we always say things like, I can't wait to go home. You'd love a no, bit no, of rain, no, wouldn't you? I must admit, I did not say that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And how difficult is it when they, can you remember when they said they were going first or when they told you they were going first? How well, difficult to be was that? With you, I kind of encouraged them to go. Did you? Because at the time, there wasn't the opportunities here. Mm that they want. I remember my daughter, when she had finished college, she said, Mom, I can get a job. But she said, I didn't go to college for three years, four, four years. Yeah. I wanted a career. Yeah. And she couldn't get a career. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the difference. So my son was always going to go. I knew that from the time he was, what, whenever, 12, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. you. Yeah. So what advice would you give to this woman now who's obviously broken hearted that her daughter's heading off um, and she reckons um, she'll never see her again? Of course she'll see her again. Well, she'll see her again if she goes over to her. But she said, now I don't know why, because she mentioned that email, it's going to be difficult for her to get to Australia. I don't know whether there's health implications there. I don't know. Yeah. But what advice would you give her? It is a long journey. Now, my aunt in Australia, my, um, well, she's, on, she's two thirds of the way there. But it is a long journey, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Tell it to be more positive. It's very hard to say, you know, just to say that. Yeah. But just say, right, now is the time. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to do it. And get out there and do it. And you get to see both, because of technology nowadays, you get to see both of them on a regular basis through FaceTime or whatever it happens to be, or Zoom. Oh, yes, yes. And all the grandchildren. But it's not it's not quite the same as picking them up and giving them a hug, sure it's not? No, it's not. No, <laughs> no, no it's not. And no. what, what you, if I was to ask you the one thing that you miss the most about having them here? Just having somebody to just, something annoys you during the day and you just want to pick up the phone and ring. Rather and than ring, say, ring in Australia and knowing they're or yeah, Canada or whatever. Sort of, you know the way you sometimes just want to have a rant? Yeah. Yeah. I can't have a rant because she's seven hours ahead of me. She's five hours behind me. <laughs> so you have, so you love to look at your watch and think, I have to wait five hours before I ring her. He's in bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't ring him. He's going to bed and she's not out of bed. <laughs> right. I get to the time difference. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed for sharing your experience. And once again, condolences on the last of your husband, Michael, who passed away four years ago. So let me just go to Sinead as well. Sinead, you're in Ireland's classic. Good you, Sinead. I know, I'm overwhelmed you? with the amount of calls here from people here. They're all breaking <laughs> me heart. Uh, Sinead, you were the daughter. You went. I was the daughter uh, 19, 18, yeah. 19 years ago. I yeah. went. Um, it was it was tough back then, very tough, a lot tougher than it would be now. Yeah. Because my mum wasn't very good with Skype. Yeah. Never was. But WhatsApp has made things a lot easier. Yeah, at the time when you and went, even, there wasn't that easy connection. There would have been just phone no. calls, essentially. And it, was, and it was a corded phone to the wall. And it was literally call my mum once a week on a Because Sunday the cost, morning. yeah, the cost of ringing Australia would have been expensive. Was, yeah, very expensive. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was once a week thing and we'd have to go get a phone card and do it. And it was just, it was hard. It was hard on her too as well. Like I, I met an Australian here and I followed him back. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't something that I had ever thought I'd do. Yeah. But 
it was an amazing experience and I would recommend it to absolutely anyone to do it. I know it's difficult on mum being left behind because I see my own mum. Yeah. I was actually talking to you recently. We're in the process of heading back again. Okay. Um, so we're going through the whole situation with my mother again, but now the problem is I have three children in tow yeah. and they're going I know, back. you're going for a better life. I remember you talking to me all about it. Yeah. Yes, time. yeah. yeah. Um, so... And for a lot of people, it, will, it is a better life. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to have a go at Ireland. You know, I mean, look, we have our problems here, you know, our economical problems and the cost of living, etc. But it's a beautiful country. Uh, but uh, there are other beautiful countries around the world and there are a lot there of opportunities is. around the world. We, we have the option of doing this with my husband being Australian. My kids are now, all three of them are Australian citizens as well because two of them were actually born in Ireland. So we just got their citizenship last week. Yeah. So we have the option of doing this, which is great, but it's very hard and people that don't have the option have to, it's a lot harder. Of course. To yeah. go somewhere. But the one thing that tells Well, you're me, in a very lucky position uh, and the same for people who want to go to America, for example. It is difficult yeah. sometimes to get a visa or a green card. Uh, and if it's not a student one, obviously. Um, you know, it, but some people are in a luckier position that they can get them easy enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I would say, yeah, you're right. Take the opportunity. Take the opportunity when you can. Well, yes, it, but the one thing that's, yeah, that's getting me at the moment is my mum is actually planning on coming out to visit and said to keep the contact up. I think some lady said it there earlier on. She was saying about the, the 20, 24 hours of a flight. Yeah. Make sure you're well busy and people are around you because I'd say that would be the hardest. Yeah, particularly uh, but depending on your age and depending on how you are at flying because it can be quite daunting and a lot of anxiety in switching on as well. being behind. Yeah, yeah. And mum not knowing where you are, because I know when my husband goes over now, he goes over a bit to visit his mum, well, in the last yeah. few years. And it's the, the time that he's on the flight is the hardest for me, yeah. because you can contact him. Yeah. So just make sure that you've got your support around you then. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, Sinead, that's some good advice. Listen, thank you very much, Sinead. And good luck, by the way, yourself, because I remember we spoke to you before in relation to you heading off for a better life somewhere. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I- Sick.